Hey everyone, welcome to an episode of Chi Tea. I'm talking to you guys, uh, so I'm talking to you guys um, just about a book that I am reading called The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukav. Um, I got the idea of reading this book off of one of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday sessions when she actually had interviewed the author of this book. And she talks about how when she first read it, it helped her art- it helped her to articulate um you know certain thoughts and ideas that she had in her head that she wasn't able to express at that time so it, so the book was life changing for her, and I can say that it has been life changing for me so so to get into it um but before I do the reason why i am the reason why I am reading this book honestly is is to reach is to is to recognize and accept the authentic power within me to keep it so I highlighted certain contents um, and quotes within this book that really stood out to me and I want to share it with you so the first so the first chapter is titled the evolution so I just want to read this this is what it says on the first page The evolution that we learned about in school is the evolution of physical form. We learned, for example, that the single-celled creatures of of the oceans are the predecessors of all more complex forms of life. A fish is more complex and therefore more evolved than a sponge. A horse is more complex and therefore more evolved than a snake. A monkey is more complex and therefore more evolved than a horse, and so on, up to human beings which are the most complex and therefore the most evolved life forms upon our planet. We were taught, in other words, that evolution means the progressive development of organizational complexity. So this book starts off with what we have learned. And then it goes into what this book teaches is that evolution isn't always physical. Evolution isn't always perceived through the five senses, you know, through the sight, touch, smell, hear, um, you know, feel, and so on. I think I'm forgetting one, but yeah. So evolution isn't always perceived through the five senses. For example, if someone intentionally sacrifices his or her life to save someone else by taking a bullet or by getting in front of um just or by getting in front of a child who is in the middle of the road and and there is a car that is coming down you know really fast and someone steps in front of them and and is willing to sacrifice their own life don't we say that this person is that this person is evolved and understands the true meaning of life Evolution isn't always physical. Sometimes it is just what we feel. It is our intuition. You know how, like, how evolved are we? Are we intuitively, or spiritually? How evolved is our soul? So it talks about evolution that is perceived from a multi-sensory human, which is basically someone that um, that perceives life that um, in other ways than the five senses. There are two thought systems that guide every action that we make, and that is love or fear. So this book talks about that just when we see life only 
only from the five senses we are limiting ourselves to anything else that could be out there. There is a perception that only what can be perceived by the five senses is powerful, but that's not true. And that's not true because we have seen people who, who like, who we deem as extremely powerful, but their power isn't, isn't, but their power isn't based off, based, I'm sorry, but their power isn't based off of some external feature. It's because of what they have within them. And that is called authentic power. Authentic power has its roots in the deepest source of our being. Authentic power cannot be bought, inherited, or hoarded. An authentically empowered person is incapable of making anyone or anything a or anything a victim. An authentically empowered person is one who is strong, so empowered that the idea of using force against another is not a part of his. Now, this is a continuation of my previous episode of Chi T Evolution in the Seat of the Soul. So in the first episode, I needed to talk about the basis of the book in order for you to understand, so I will continue. So picking up off of that, there is a paragraph that I want to read to you. It says, what does it mean to say that an invisible area exists in which the origins of our deeper understandings are located? What are the implications of considering the existence of a realm that is not detectable through the five senses, but that can be known, explored, and understood by other human faculties? So so not everyone may understand this. Not everyone may even be open to it because we are, ex- we are exploring a different part of ourselves that isn't taught in school, but it's something that we see all the time. Power cannot only be measured through... Um, through things that through things that are physical, hence why there are people such as Oprah and Nelson Mandela and Martin Luther King and Gandhi and Gandhi who are able to exert so much influence and spiritual power um, within people's hearts without those external forces. You have to ask yourself these questions not within the same frame that you already think about life. You have to ask yourself within a different open-minded frame that can maybe, you know, see the potential of more. So it's like you have to step outside of what you think now to be open to, like, just to even be open to these possibilities. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to label it as truth. But to be open to it, you can't you know, think within a mind that is already closed to new information, if that makes sense. Another quote that I highlighted is, if you choose unconsciously, you evolve unconsciously. If you choose consciously, you evolve consciously. So that's another quote that talks about the power of decision and the power of intention. In every moment, um, in any act, in any performance, when you're texting, when you're talking, you have a power of choice. Even if you trust someone and just maybe you follow them or whatever the case is, you have the power to choose what you will do, what you will say, and how you react. And how you react foreshadows, you know, the type of situations that you will create for yourself. We have, we, we have, we have to recognize intentions and we have to be, and we have to be more intentional with the way that we do things or the things that we say.
So this book calls for each and every person to to look deep within your personality and your soul and to and to pick out the currents that are running through you the energy of healing and love anger divisiveness you have to be able to challenge those currents in order to radiate the energy that you want to give to others and keep in mind that this book also talks about um you know one huge principle that i learned from reading a course in miracles is that there are two thought systems in which we operate and it is love and fear love or fear you either speak to people you relate to people you act in certain ways because you are either trying to be loving or because you are fearful of something you know so in each moment you have the power to decide am i going to be fearful and like and in that fear move further away from my truest self or am i going to exude love to be love and move closer to me move closer to my soul or just move closer to my truest nature so that concludes chapter 1 now of course this book you know me like me just giving you quotes and just bits of content doesn't even summarize the amazingness you know of of what is inside this book. You really have to read it for yourself, but I really had to share what I am getting from this. So I hope you like it. Um, definitely leave feedback. I don't know if you can do that on this app, but let me know if you like it and if you want more content.